Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sub Podcast is your bi-weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news, explained by our two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, it is. Today we are talking about Area 51. Uh, President Trump's racist tweets. And the governor of Puerto Rico. Let's do it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Did you like how I switched bi-weekly in? Uh-huh. You know, it's the small things. Now people know that we're here twice a week, mm-hmm. even though they probably already know. Yeah. But for those of you who, you know, you know about our podcast, but maybe you have some friends who don't know, or you have friends who are like, you know, kind of just getting more slightly politically engaged, want to understand the news better, please tell your friends about it. The more listeners we have, the more good reviews we have, mm-hmm. like go review the podcast also. Um, it enables us to get better guests. We will, we're trying to get the, we're trying to get the Democratic candidates on here so Mm -hmm. it helps to have more listeners more people who are tweeting at the candidates like Kamala and Elizabeth Warren Uh go on Betches Sup so please tweet tag us tag them just let them know that you want to hear from them specifically on this podcast speaking of interviews you just had a great interview. Yes, we did. We had E. Jean Carroll. Mm-hmm. She's the advice columnist and writer who you guys may know her name from last month when she came out with that excerpt from her book about um, President, her her sexual encounter with President Trump. Her non-consensual. Non-consensual in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room mm-hmm. in the 90s. Um, so she was a fascinating woman. She... Um, is coming out with a book called What Do We Need Men For? And basically she went across America and she only stopped in towns named after women. She only ate in restaurants owned by women, wore clothes designed by women. And she's just a very interesting woman. She really seemed to just have a, an interesting take on um, the country. Wow. And I may reference something she said later on in this discussion. Okay, cool. So. I can't wait yes. to hear it. Yes. We haven't um, done the podcast together in a while. I know. We've both been on vacations. Mm-hmm. They were both beautiful. Great. I know they were. <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. If we do say ourselves. Look yeah. at yours. Instagram was very fun. Oh, good. Um, yours too. Okay, I'm like, good. which little quaint town is he in uh-huh. now <laughs> in Southern Europe? Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So, Sammy, what's getting you through this week in Trump's America? There are two things. Um, The first thing is that I discovered an amazing show on HBO that just started called Years and Years. It's not sponsored. I just feel like I got to let you guys know about it because it was it's so good. And I feel like if you're into this podcast, it's a show that you would like. Basically, it follows this British family. There's four siblings in the family, but it's fun. And each each episode is five a five year period and shows like the evolution in the world. But it's like set as if it was in this world and mm-hmm. there's like a fictional um, canned uh, parliament member or she's running for par- parliament uh, played by Emma Thompson and she's kind of like a British Trump. Oh. It is. I just think it, people will really like it. Anything with Emma Thompson, like I'm game. She's fab. She's yeah. quickly moving into Meryl Streep. Ca- Meryl oh, Streep. 100p. Category for mm-hmm. me, but like that's a big deal because it's currently only occupied by Meryl RBG and Princess Diana. So, <laughs> you know, Emma might make it in by the end of the season, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Um, the second thing that's getting me through the week is that Alex Acosta resigned um, on Friday morning, which was after we recorded the Thursday episode. Um, he was he basically 
base pressure to back down because of the sweetheart deal that he um, gave Jeffrey Epstein in 2008. And um, now that case is being prosecuted by the Southern District of New York, who you don't want to fuck with. No, no, no. And in the interest of time, um, because we did a whole bonus episode about the Jeffrey Epstein case, which came out on Saturday, I'm going to just refer you guys to that to hear more details of what mm-hmm. Alex Acosta did. So check out that episode. It's a crossover episode with Not Another True Crime podcast, mm-hmm. Another Betches podcast. So that's that. Um, Very good. Brian, what's getting you through the week? Other than just coming back from vacation. Hope is um, so re- strong when you come back from vacation. Oh, yeah. Well, it was until... I read the president's tweets yesterday, but you know, it's fine. I'll, we'll get into that later too. Uh, so what's getting me through the week is, so there's this Facebook event. I guess it's a fake Facebook event. Um, it's all centered around area 51, which is in uh, a classified government facility in Northern Nevada. You guys know what area 51 is. There's basically all these conspiracies that it's where we keep, uh, aliens and all of like the spacey stuff, you know? Um, <laughs> And so what's part of this Facebook event, it's they're vowing, people are vowing to storm Area 51 to see Dem aliens. Um, That's a direct quote. From Um, the Facebook group. Yeah, from the Facebook group. Almost 1 million people have signed up and their thought process is, you know, if we all storm it, they can't stop all of us. They can't kill all of us. I mean, it's true. It's not like a false... It's like no. sound reasoning. Yeah. So what happens there is obviously secret. There's ob- there's so many conspiracy theories that there are aliens or UFOs are there. Um, the memes about it has been really funny. Um, they're all over the internet right now. Uh, but the feds don't think it's quite funny. Uh, spokesperson, spokesperson said, Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come through into the area where we train American armed forces. The government has had denied the existence of area 51 for years until 2013. Um, the CAA acknowledged it as real. Did you see that like semi recent New York times story about all these pilots seeing unidentified aircrafts flying through the, our objects flying through the air and they're all like freaking out. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen a lot more like alien related content lately. And here's the thing. Like, I've seen it, but I'm kind of choosing to ignore it. It's not really like the conspiracy theory for me. I like to stick with things that are immediately affecting the 2020 election, like the Russian bots. Well, my thing is also if aliens existed, there is no way that the president wouldn't have blurted that out by now. He wouldn't. They wouldn't tell him. I guess you're right. Maybe they wouldn't even tell him. Maybe it's so top secret. But maybe aliens like I'm I it doesn't. It doesn't like sound that insane to me that there's like life on other planets. No. It's just like different. And like, I don't think it's. Well, you know what I think of too is like we, this, this is really out there. But when I think of aliens, I think of the fact that they would be completely different sizes than us. They would yeah. either be like humongous or like really tiny. So like, how would we interact with them anyways? Right. Or they could be like half our height or like, who yeah. knows? It could just be like a blob of goo. That yeah. is an, al- like that's what life is there. Yeah. Like they don't necessarily, who says they even have communication abilities. Like mm-hmm. it could just be like, what do you call life? Like something carbon based, like maybe life means something different there. It's just getting way too philosophical. Yeah. I just don't think aliens are these like scaly, like creatures with big eyes and yeah. Like, also, like, unidentified flying objects is, like, different. That doesn't necessarily imply aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, there could just be some sort of space thing we haven't, like, discovered yet. Yeah. Or, you know, the, maybe, like, there's certain government facilities that have top secret 
aircrafts that they don't tell us about yet. Perhaps. I never know. Because that, that, we learn about certain aircrafts as they happen later. Right. You're Yeah, you're right. I mean, here's what like weirds me out about this Facebook group. Okay, I've been listening while I was traveling through Vietnam on some very long drives. I was mm-hmm. listening to Muller She Wrote, which is a fabulous podcast. Um, not as fabulous as ours, but it <laughs> is great. Um, and they go through the Muller Report and they did like a whole episode on this one section of like basically they would have people working for the Russians mm-hmm. who would like create fake Facebook events and they would get like random Americans to like do weird things, not even necessarily election related. They would just get them to like one of them was like holds up a happy birthday sign for like some guy Mm -hmm. and like they would just do it to see if they could like get people to do something and like that, that, so this is where my mind immediately goes when I hear like a bizarre Facebook event. I'm like, what is this? Like, who is actually behind this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be, you know, some 400 pound guy in his bed. Yeah. But <laughs> it is just weird that they denied that it existed for so many years, even though despite us like basically knowing that it existed, but there was this dump of classified information that would kind of confirm that it existed. But why does that mean it's alien related? I don't know, but what I believe in Area Fifty One. Yeah, like, it's a shady thing. But yeah, like, but who says it's aliens? Also, like, what could they be? I like. Apparently I don't understand what top they... secret is anymore. Like, what's right, what is so what what is, what is so sensitive that you can't tell people about unless it's like they're a spy and you don't want them Identity. to die. Right. You know, that's the only like. Otherwise, it's like who cares? I mean, well, I don't. I think we don't know what we don't know. But they also people have suggested that this is where they faked the moon landing, and like, oh. I also question. Mm-hmm. I don't. My, my eighth grade teacher showed us a video about the moon landing hoax, which I'm like, okay, like our yeah. science teacher. <laughs> so that's where I, my education's from. Yeah. Um, also, not another true crime podcast has an episode on faking the moon landing, so I'm going to listen to that and yeah. then make my decision. But yeah. that well, this it, is just fun. This is just some fun fodder before we get into a really shitty story. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us about the tweets? Yeah. So yesterday, um, the president tweeted about um, the four progressive congresswomen: Alexandria, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib. Um, that they should go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came. Basically saying, go back where you came from. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to note that AOC, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib were all born in America, so they are where they came from. And Ilhan Omar became a permanent resident, uh, uh, um, a citizen, in, when she was a teenager. She came over when she was 11. She was a refugee. Uh, so he's basically just doubling down on his racism and he is not putting up like not like letting it go. He suggested that Nancy Pelosi, with whom the four congressmen have had tension with in recent weeks, which we'll get to in a second, would be happy to arrange for their trips back to where they came from. Um, but praise Nancy Pelosi for replying how she did, where mm-hmm. she said that make America great again has always been about making America white again. Well, it's like, thank you, Nancy. And clearly, because there are members of Congress who weren't actually born here, who are white men, and he, he doesn't attack them. Like, my congressman, um, represent, uh, Representative Tom Malinowski, was born in Poland. Oh. And he's a white male, and no one's telling him to go back where he came from because he's a white male. Yeah, but there were other um, 
other people in Congress who responded. We Here we have a clip of Ted Lieu, who is an Asian-American congressman from California, reacting to the tweets. I never thought I would see the day when the president of the United States is telling immigrants to go back from where we came from. Donald Trump once again demonstrates that he's a racist ass. He is dividing Americans rather than trying to unify us. And I can't wait to see him leave the office of the president. Racist ass. I like that. Yeah. He is a racist ass. He is. Um, he's and he's like, he's basically doubling down on being racist. Today he was, he held a press conference um, and a reporter asked him, does it concern you that many people saw your tweet as racist? And he says, it doesn't concern me because many people agree with me. He then, he then went on to accuse the, the four women of hating the United States and they, that they hate it with a passion. Well, okay. So he tweeted this thing, which I heard Lindsey Graham say almost verbatim the exact same thing it says we know that aoc and this crowd are a bunch of communists they hate israel they hate our own country they're calling the guards along our border the border patrol agents concentration camp guards they accuse people who support israel as doing it for the benjamins they're anti-semitic they're anti-america we don't need to know anything about them personally talk about their policies i think they are american citizens who are duly elected that are running on an agenda that is disgusting and that the american people reject that is the quote he was he was (sighs) tweeting the quote from Lindsey graham as a jew please keep israel out your mouth asshole like i just can't with that like I cannot it that like really boils my blood Mm -hmm. Um, but to me where this is coming from is that here's what I think happened I think he saw that Marine down column and the Nancy and the fact that Nancy Pelosi um, he sees that that there's a there's a division between the more moderate Democrats and the more progressive wing he understands that and he's a person who knows how to sow conflict and more division between people so I think he saw this as an opportunity to basically alienate the progressive wing he thinks that he can like control nancy pelosi because she's not like deeply she's not as aggressive and assertive with him questionable whether or not that's her doing the right thing or not but i think she sees he sees this as just a chance to turn democrats against each other Mm -hmm. and i think that this moment if anything calls for nancy pelosi to talk to these this more progressive wing and they need to decide that they're going to be unified. Yeah. Well, he's trying to paint these four women as the face of the Democratic Party, you know, and they're using words like like Lindsey Graham is using words like communist. And so what? these women were just elected in November. They haven't even been part of Congress for a year. So the fact that they, they are not the face of the Democratic Party, they are a subgroup of it. And, you know, all and that's why the Democratic Party, I think, is better than the Republican Party, among many other reasons, is because we are open to discussion and they are have conflicting viewpoints within the party as opposed to the Republican Party, whereas everyone is just falling into line behind Donald Trump. Like there are I think there's like five Republicans who have criticized his remarks so far out of like over 200. Like and it's ridiculous. Like, how can you sit there and agree with this? And well, I think crazy. well, here's the thing. I think that if you if you ask like in a vacuum, is it a strength or a weakness to have multiple division, like multiple opinions or like beliefs, set, sets of beliefs within one party? And I think that like, I mean, I would say yes. I would say, oh, it's good to have a range mm-hmm. of people and opinions and you can share, you know, the costs and benefits of, of those policies. And you have like one, you know, you have a more moderate wing and a more progressive wing and they can check each other. Mm-hmm. But in when you have Trump who has no boundaries 
or no set of like he is he doesn't have somewhere where he'll stop yeah i think that he takes this and turns that strength into a weakness and it's it, it also seems like now he is embracing that he is racist more than he was i feel like before he would say you know i'm the least racist person you've ever met like i i like out of all the racist people i'm the least racist and now it's like no I said this and I do know that it's racist, but other people agree with me. So it's fine. That's basically what he's saying here. And it's like, it's kind of giving us a glimpse into what's going to happen in the next 2020 election. You know, there was just this Kamala Harris birtherism thing and his fucking son retweeted it. And it's like, he's like, Oh my God, this is true. And it's like, it's bullshit. It's fodder. And I'm hoping that, you know, it's not even fodder. It's smears, smears, it's smears. And here's, here's like, I sort of now like I, I see what you mean about his evolution from I'm um, faking I'm um, pretending not to be racist to uh, he will be racist. Yeah. Here's how I com- what I compare it to. It's sort of like an abuser trying to like test out and groom their victim. Mm-hmm. It's like and he we know he is an abuser, so this yeah. is something that he's he's done to individuals or whatever. Um, and like, he's more he if he by his own logic he should go back to where he came from because his parents were immigrants draft dodging immigrants like exactly so like okay apply this to yourself and go back to where you came from but but (laughs) but what i mean is like he was testing out the waters of the republican of his base to see oh how much racism abuse how much racism will they tolerate how much open hatred and division will they tolerate me me going for so mm-hmm. it started with oh mexicans are rapists and now it's like and, and people used to be outraged about that even people on his side mm-hmm. but now it's like he can just say it he doesn't even have to like pretend to have meant something else he's just he they've given him permission by letting him do those small things over and over again they've given him permission to fully say these things aka be the abuser it's just he's also you know he's doing his tweets and his distracting because he has like literally done nothing since he's been come president uh you know like he hasn't accomplished any of the things that he said he was going to accomplish he, the he tax has, cut you know the ta- yes okay there's that he gave the tax to the riches but you know he didn't appeal obamacare he's kind of building a wall but not really he's building it in some places but you know, and I mean, it, I feel like the wall infrastructure isn't happening. Infrastructure is supposed to happen it's like infrastructure week. It was infrastructure week like every fucking week, and it still hasn't happened. Uh, it, he just needs to generate news. Like he needs to make he like he knew that these four progressive this progressive wing and Nancy Pelosi were in were, were fighting, and he want he needed to make the news about himself. So he inserted himself into the conversation. Right. I mean, do you think that they're like? I, like I said before, I really think that Nancy Pelosi and these four women or really the different wings of the party need to come together and say, yeah. no matter what, we are united. Yeah. No matter what, we are not going to speak out against each other. We're going to come. We're going to like live by a cohesive strategy that we decide that we decide we're going to do pretty I, much. I agree. But, you know, these the House Dems are not really going with that right now you know the house democrat official twitter page called out aoc's chief of staff for criticizing the native american representative sharice davids for supporting the emergency funding bill which is what they were well here's the thing i i support the progressive wing i also support the moderate wing and i think that each one is shooting itself in the foot yeah i really do um the fact that nancy pelosi will not speak out will has not has literally just given Trump a buy. I feel like for the past two months, yeah. the last time she like 
did anything was the shutdown. Mm-hmm. So it's longer than two months. But yeah. I feel like she has totally just given him a buy. Yeah. There's look, I get, I get that she's trying to, um, she, she thinks that most of the country doesn't care about these things and doesn't care about the Mueller report or the accusations that come out against him. But so we just interviewed E. Jean Carroll and part of her book, she went to middle of America and she, she had an interesting take because she was like, none of these stories penetrate these people. She's like, people just work, you know, three jobs and they don't have time to think about the Mueller report. They don't have time yeah. to think of they, All they care about is putting food on the table. Like Kamala said in mm-hmm. the debate. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is what's like so frustrating about people who are basing their future actions on past data is that like, what if you tried something different? What if you had an education piece about everything that Trump is doing and everything that's in the Mueller report? Like maybe people's opinions would change if you would do something different than you've done in the past. Yeah. And that's what's so frustrating about the fact that like that even though people support more progressive policies and more progressive actions when you like ask them kind of in a certain way mm-hmm. why won't nancy like stand up for what she knows is right i know i don't know i she is so afraid of losing 2020 that she d- doesn't want to do anything it seems like you know like because she thinks if if she says something like they will use it against them um whoever the democratic primary like primary candidate is I don't know. I, she's living in the old way. I know. Well, exactly. And like we are now in a time where nothing is precedented. So we need to do something else. Like we that's what that's the that's the problem with Joe Biden. It's like, what are you going to do that's different? That's going to change what's happening now. It's not we're not living in the same world. Yeah. Do you think that um, do you think that this will actually have any consequences for him? The fact that he's calling these women basically telling them to go back to where they came from do you think he'll experience consequences no no i think i think i think what's going to happen is i what i'm hoping and thinking will happen is that whoever is running up against him will be able to point out all of his racist shit while also highlighting the fact that he isn't able to accomplish anything and that he's only using racism to try and win re-election he is just constantly campaigning this is a campaign move you know, yeah. like he knows that his his base is going to like this. However, it, he needs more than his base, but he doesn't seem to care. But maybe he doesn't need more than his base because they're going to fix the election in some key counties. Mm-hmm. And there's they have so much more money, which is yeah. why it's important to donate to a candidate or just he in the second quarter. He raised more money than the top Democratic contenders combined, like the top five. It's crazy. Well, think about what he has at his disposal. Like he has everything and and they I don't think they're running as incompetent of a digital campaign as they did before. No, so they have so much money. Yeah, it's really important to donate. It's also really important to donate once we have the Democratic candidate, you know? Yeah, I mean, no matter who it is, just please throw them five dollars if you can. Yeah. (laughs) Or more if you can can throw them more or if there is a candidate that you really believe in. Mm -hmm. Give please give them money. I was donating to three. I think yeah. I'm going to start. I think I'm narrowed down to two. Uh, can I guess who? Yeah. Kamala and Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> They're also my two, but I will say that I, Kamala is my top. Yeah. I, I keep going back and forth. There's reasons why I would like switch my opinion to Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. but I think I, and I hate to say it. I hate to use this word, mm-hmm. but I think Kamala Harris is more electable. <laughs> 
whenever I hear her speak, I'm like, she is so intelligent. I did you listen to her on Rachel Maddow recently? Um, I think so. Yeah, she was like, and she just like has the right answer for everything. Yeah, like I, I think that she just based on I went to her event and I spoke about it on last week's podcast based on like the crowd and the way people were reacting to her. Mm-hmm. I felt that she wouldn't just kind of get like the educated mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I felt like she really felt so relatable to so many people. And I think that the middle of the country would warm to her yeah. more easily than they would to Elizabeth Warren, who they would see as just another Hillary Clinton. Yeah. It's really, well, it's really comforting to see these recent polls, you know, mm-hmm. it's getting tighter and tighter and Elizabeth and Kamala are, <laughs> Are getting higher. Elizabeth, I think, right now in Real Clear Politics was second, and then it was yeah, either is. Kamala or Bernie. Um, they're pretty close. Bernie is like kind of dropping down. My one hope, though, is that I think that a lot of Biden's votes will go to Kamala. Yeah, and I think Bernie's votes will go to Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, or to Kamala. Well, or a lot to of Pete Buttigieg. Uh, no, I don't think Mayor Pete's in it. I think he's he's still in it. Obviously, he raised a lot of money. He raised a lot of money. However, he has connections to like he was in, he went to Harvard. He was an Oxford scholar. He has higher single donations. If that makes sense. Oh, I see. Like people, like he has like he has a good network of donors. Right, and also almost none of the black community supports Pete Buttigieg. No, and like he's Democratic like candidates. Yeah, and Democratic candidates really do need to have a more diverse mix mm. in their supporters. To win, yeah. I mean, after the debate, Kamala Harris's um, support among Hispanics like astronomically took off. Yeah, I mean, Biden has Biden has a lot of support amongst Black voters, who mm-hmm. it seems like are kind of Obama, and they're yes. associating him with Obama. But like, I don't know. I haven't seen him do one campaign event. Like, yeah. I, he's not even like doing anything. Yeah, and he just came out against Medicare for all today. I'm obviously totally not pro coming out against Medicare for all. I don't really know that much about healthcare policy, but even if Joe Biden were president, it would be better than what we have now, which is just like a psychotic racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday they started these ice raids. Yeah. So the president announced that these ice raids were going to happen. First of all, weird. Like, it's not like you announce you're going to do like an arrest or anything. It's like, you don't announce these things and before you do them, because otherwise people can prepare to not, comply and they like like people did you know everyone on social media was saying like don't open your doors you don't have to unless they have a warrant that you don't have to comply with them and so like he did this he announced these raids knowing that people would get upset and knowing that people would want to protest it like and you know the mayor of chicago was like we will not comply like we will not be sharing information with federal agents um, and so these these raids were supposed to be taking place, but basically nothing really happened. There was no confirmed reports of migrants being apprehended, um, at least in Baltimore, Chicago, or New York. Um, that's what advocacy groups told CNN. And this seems to indicate that this harsh stance on immigration, which is obviously dangerous, is also designed to mostly show that hit to his base that he's committing to make keep America white or make America white. Right. It's in, it's interesting that they didn't really. I mean. Who really it's knows, a PR, like, it's a, went on with this. But, like, it seems like it was a PR stunt. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. It, it's. I mean, you know what? It's it's good because they weren't. Yeah. They, they didn't. I mean, assuming that people weren't actually apprehended, it's good that that didn't happen. But 
in just doing, just making these announcements to strike fear yeah. into people that they're going to be ripped away from their homes and their families. It's just, it's just really scary. It's, it's just really scary. And also that he, he's doing this to appeal to people and then he knows people will like this. Like, so this is a personal anecdote. My boyfriend is an immigrant. He is from Spain. Um, he's a permanent resident here. He's lived here for four years. He has a, a, a visa, a green card, whatever you want to call it. However, every single fucking time we fly into the United States, he gets brought into a back room for a second interview. Literally every single time. And it's because he has an accent and he is darker. And it and and, and, and like a Spanish name. And it's his Spanish name. And it drives me absolutely insane. I get so mad every single time. Not only because I'm stuck in the baggage claim with all of our shit for like <laughs> an extra hour, but because it's just like it, it, it's crazy because he does it every single time. And it's like, I just like want to go up to him and be like, what are you doing? Like, and it's, it's, it trickles down. It's trickled down. Don't get yourself tasered, Brian. No, here's the thing. If Antonio did get deported, at least you guys could go have like a little nice life in the South of Spain together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although like, I don't know how you'd, per- how you'd record this podcast, uh, but yeah. like good well, thing his, his yeah. immigration is, you know, all it's, well and good. It is all well and good. It's just so frustrating. And I get, I get nervous sometimes, you know, with us traveling within the States because he has an accent. And, like, I get nervous that people are, like, you know, like, A saying something. for hate Yeah, crimes. exactly. Because, you know, we've talked to people and people, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm from, I'm Spanish. And they're like, oh, we're, like, that, we're in South America. Is that, like, where you're, I'm like, oh, my God, these fucking people. They have, like, no idea. And it's just, like, it's kind of scary because I know, I know that people sometimes take advantage, try and take advantage of the fact that he, English isn't his first language. And so I get extremely angry like sometimes, like sometimes our cab drivers try and like take longer routes when he's directing them and stuff like that. And I just like, it's just scary. It's just I funny because it. he's like very much like, even though he's obviously Spanish, he's very like Americanized. Yeah. He's not like stupid. No, like, no, he's very smart. And yeah, he like sees through the bullshit, and he's more calm about it than me because I guess he has to be. Right. But it just it infuriates me. I was like standing in the in the baggage claim, just like tapping my foot, staring at the <laughs> at the TSA. Agents. Oh my god! When I see the the custom border patrol yeah, like the border uniforms, patrol like I get like a little bit triggered. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move on to one more thing. Um, Puerto Rico's governor, Ricardo Rosselló, is that how you say it, mm. um, is being asked to resign after leaked conversations reveal his part in a profane and derogatory group chat. So 2019, the group yeah. chat um, is what gets you. Yeah. And so this was like amongst his uh, like his um, cabinet, I guess you would call it, or his, the people he worked with. And so they, the, 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 it looked like the, the article the chats were coming out like slowly and then they started to like, they just got fully released. Um, it shows them discussing confidential government information, slandering officials and journalists. Um, they just, they try, they discussed ways to discredit journalists who wrote negative stories about Puerto Rico and its recovery after hurricane Maria. There's homophobic and sexist comments. They, um, the governor's chief financial officer said he's dying to shoot up the San Juan mayor, Carmen uh, Cruz. Wow. Uh, they called her a whore. Uh, they also called New York City Council President, former New York City Council President, Melissa, Melissa Mark Viverito, a whore. Um, they used a homophobic commentary for to Ricky Martin, who is from Puerto Rico. That's a good way to piss off Puerto Ricans is make fun of Port, uh, Ricky Martin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is wrong with people? Like, 
look, I get that they're older, so they don't understand that their like digital life is being like yeah. recorded. Yeah, how stupid. I'm sure we've all said really dumb things that we wouldn't want out there on but on various digital means. Yeah. They medium. also they also joked about the dead bodies that accumulated in the morgue after Hurricane Maria. What are you what, is, what are you doing? I mean, this reminds me of the story of with the um CBP and the ICE agents in that Facebook group mm-hmm. talking about AOC like what is wrong with people? Why are you so angry? Yeah. Like why are you so angry? Why are you so aggressive and and I don't even know. What, like, like you need to make a joke about dead bodies? Yeah, it's all very like the seed the it's so pieces of human nature. I just like, I don't know if anyone had made a joke to me like that, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like respect the dead. Like, yeah. like what's with this like complete lack of like any sort of humanity amongst people who are supposed to be working for government, which is like something that most people don't get into for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't really understand. Yeah. Um, so the governor has yet to apologize. He said women are legitimately offended and there must be many apologies. That was his statement. What does an apology even mean anymore? Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's like, yeah, he's not, he says he's not resigning. Um, people are, the people of Puerto Rico are pissed. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Guys, please tell your friends to subscribe to this podcast, to rate and review it if mm-hmm. you are a fan. Um, also, sign up for our email newsletter, which comes every weekday, and it is so fucking hilarious. Go to Betches.co slash sub sign up. We recently added a few new features. One of them is a question of the day where you guys can share your opinions on a different topic every day. You can tweet us your responses. We'll retweet you. We'll give you a little heart. Sometimes you may even put it on our Instagram story. Mm-hmm. So get involved with the yeah. question of the day. We also have an NRDC climate change fact every week. And we're also going soon. Uh, we're soon going to be introducing another feature, which is a weekly Florida or fiction game. Ooh, so, fun. That's one of our live show games. Yes. We give you a headline and you tell us you can guess if it's Florida or fiction. So just a little fun game for you in the newsletter every day. Go to betches.co slash sub sign up. Get your friends to sign up. It literally every subscriber means so much to us. So check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, until the end of democracy. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Up Podcast. Betches.